All right, we're rolling, buddy. All right. Well, welcome back. This is Two Beards in a Bible. I'm John Swaino. I'm Dave Tenney. And today we are looking into John chapter 6, starting at verse 60, kind of picking up where we left off last time. So uh, we'll go ahead and jump in there. Do you have an idea of how long you want to... Just go ahead and read to the end of the chapter. Okay. All right, I'll it's start out verses. John 6, starting at verse 60. And uh, there it says, Therefore, many of his disciples, when they heard this, they said, This is a hard saying. Who can understand it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples complained about this, he said to them, Does this offend you? What then if you should see the Son of Man ascend where he was before? It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit, and they are life. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were and who, di who did not believe, and who would betray him. And he said, Therefore I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted to him by my Father. From that time many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. Then Jesus said to the twelve, Do you also want to go away? But Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Also we have come to believe and know that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered them, Did I not choose you, the twelve, and one of you is a devil? He spoke of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, for it was he who would betray him, being one of the twelve. Okay, let's head on back to the beginning of this. So, mm -hmm. uh, Jesus got a bunch of disciples. All these people, I believe, that were basically he fed, or, or a big number of them that are there, and uh, they were really uh, kind of confused, all this stuff he had talked about about the bread of life and all of these things, and it kind of turned a lot of them away. Mm -hmm. And that's why Jesus said, he goes, does this offend you that I talk about these things? Right. You know, these are like basic simple truths here that he's talking about, but some of those people, they just couldn't deal with that. Mm -hmm. So he asked him, he says, what then if you should see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? Right. You know, what are you going to do when, when you see that? And then he, this is, I guess, the point I wanted to, I wanted to discuss here a little bit. He says, it is the spirit who gives life, the flesh profits nothing, the words that I speak to you are spirit, and they are life, but there are some of you who do not believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the, the importance there on the word. Again, you know, that's the, the bread that is going to, going to save. Yeah. He says the spirit that gives life. Do you think that it's talking about he's talking about the Holy Spirit or he's talking about our internal spirit? Mm, good question. I've, I've pondered that a little. I'm not really mm -hmm. sure. I, I tend to think maybe, maybe he is talking about our internal spirits. Mm -hmm. He says that it's he says. The spirit, and if you think about that, our internal spirit, that's the, our, our soul, that's the thing that, that is us. And he says the flesh profits nothing. Yeah. You know, the it, it could be the idea of the spirit being the one who brought forth the word and brought to remembrance all the things that Christ had said. And, and then, you know, thinking of uh, 
the flesh being the, the thoughts that they, you know, the, being so fleshly in their thoughts, you know, the flesh, flesh profits nothing, but, um, or you could be going back to this idea of bread, yeah, you know, of spiritual things versus, um, uh, earthly things. Yeah. He says, the words that I speak to you are spirit or they're, they're spiritual things. Mm -hmm. He says, uh, and they are life. Mm -hmm. And really the, the things that Jesus had to say are the things that pertain to eternal life. Right. Those are the, those are the things that would give us eternal life. And, uh, then he says, there are some of you who do not believe. Mm Mm-hmm. They were, yeah. uh, they, they had seen the miracles. They had seen them heal people. They had see, seen them feed people. Right. But they still didn't believe. Right. And, yeah. And, and there again, that should be a, you, know, <laughs> you think that would wake some people up, you know, those that, that didn't believe, you know, the, he's yeah. talking about me. Yeah. You know, when we were talking about belief. Another we the other word we we think about in connection with that is faith, which is mm-hmm. the same thing, right? You know, belief, faith, it's the exact same idea. Um, there were some of those there that didn't have that, and if you don't mm-hmm. have, that's like the basic thing. Mm-hmm. You know, right. people like you know I've heard a lot of preachers tell you know they'll use the the five fingers. I don't know if you've ever heard this where they'll say you know. Hear, believe, uh-huh. repent, uh, confess Christ and be baptized. That's mm-hmm. how, you know the plan of salvation on five fingers. Right. But you know, I always think hearing and believing is basically it actually is more into one thing. Right. You know, if you don't if you well, don't yeah. have belief or faith, Romans ten seventeen, faith comes by hearing, right. hearing by the word of God, right. and. and yeah, and, and and that is so fundamental. You have to, and and that rolls into, you know, Matthew twenty eight eighteen, where Christ has been given all authority to have faith in Him to believe. You're placing that authority yeah. where it belongs. I think that's one of the reasons He talks about belief so much in mm-hmm. this. You know, it, throughout John chapter six, He He's mentions it three times. Yeah, you know, because if you don't have that belief, the right. rest of this doesn't matter. Right, yeah, with the, you know, if you go so far as to be baptized, but you don't believe, you're just getting wet. Yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you have to have have that belief. I think it's interesting, at least for me, my belief has gotten stronger as I've gone Mm -hmm. through my life. Mm -hmm. And I think that that happens, or your faith gets stronger. Yeah, if if you're studying, yes. Yeah, you become more convinced than you were before. Right. 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 But, you know, all you got to have is a little bit of faith to get started, mm-hmm. you know. Right, yeah, and that, and that's the, you know, people often, I've heard it many times that, well, I, I just, you know, I have to study and know more before I, before I become a Christian, before I take that step to be baptized. But, you know, we're always going to be learning. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you understand that Jesus is, the Christ, the Son of the Living God. You're not ashamed of Him. You're not afraid to confess Him before men, and you're willing to live by the principles that are in the Scriptures. You're going to turn away from from sin and turn away from those old things of, of sin in your life. You know, then then you know enough. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you and, don't need to know that much, right? And then 
the the hard part, you know, where we read about in Revelation 2.10, remain faithful until death. In order to do that, you've got to study to show yourself approved, yeah. you know, and uh, and that's that's where we are. You yeah. know? And that's what grows our faith and we become stronger and stronger. Yeah. And, yeah. and it even, that James talks about those that, uh, th that are in the milk of the word, you know, yeah. by now should be on, on meat. meat. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, verse 65 there, he says, he says that no one can come to me unless it has been granted to him by my father. Another one of those verses in mm -hmm. there that seems to point to, you know, there are some that are predestined right. to be um, Christians and some that aren't. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's completely false. Right. You know. And again, it goes back to... You know those that are seeking after him. Yeah. You know if you uh, if you're one that believes, then you're going to seek after him, and those are the people that that uh, the Lord grants yeah. to have that everlasting yeah. life. Yeah. People make the choice. Mm -hmm. God God wishes everybody would be saved. Right. You know. Right. He says uh, there that a lot of uh, Jesus's disciples went away. Mm -hmm. They just couldn't deal with this. Right. And uh, Jesus goes and he's talk, he goes to his 12 apostles and he says, uh, you also want to go away? He gives them mm -hmm. the option. Right. And I uh, like what, what Peter said to him. Yeah. To whom shall we go? Yeah. You have the words of eternal life. Yeah. Peter is obviously, his faith has grown a bunch at this point. Mm -hmm. um, he's he's Peter is all in at this point, right? But he, but it seems like maybe some one of the, at least one of the apostles is not all in, right? And he knows that, yeah, yeah, because Jesus said that he says, "Did I not did I not choose you the twelve, and one of you is a devil?" Mm -hmm. I mean, Jesus had to have known that about Judas when he chose him, right? He, he had to know about his character. He, he obviously did that on purpose. Right. You know? Yeah, and, and that's another one of those you know statements that you would think would wake him up. Yeah. <laughs> kind of rattle his cage a little bit. Nope. Nope. Yeah. And again, we I've mentioned this before, but every time Judas Iscariot is mentioned, it mm -hmm. is he it is mentioned that he was the betrayer. Right. Every time. Right. So that's that's terrible. Right. Yeah. Terrible that, that he, he wasn't able to get it turned around. Mm -hmm. I, I think, you know, some people, I think they get mad at Judas. Mm -hmm. But I feel sorry for him. Uh -huh. Like the same way I feel sorry for uh, King Saul. Uh-huh. You know. Right. <laughs> he, he just got himself in trouble and just couldn't get right. out of it. Yeah. And that's, you know, some of the decisions that we make and the people that we start to... To associate with, you know, Judas associated himself with those that that wanted to kill Jesus and, and saw a way for, again, that superficial personal gain. Yeah. You know, for just that, not not thinking ahead, not looking past, not looking past the hood ornament on the car. Do you think uh, Jesus could have redeemed Judas for this thing that he did? Could have? Yeah. You think if Judas would have repented of this? Well, yeah. I, I believe yeah. he could have. Yeah, if, if he would have repented of it, yes. Yeah. yeah. He he. But he took the coward's way out. 
Yeah. In, in, in a lot of ways there, you know, he, he, uh, he could, he, he, again, you know, as we, we think of Cain and Abel, you know, Cain was told if you do good, you will, you will, if you just, what, what, what how does it, how does it say it? If you if, do good, you, you'll be approved, I believe. Right. If you Let me do see, well, a, yeah, we got to go back to Genesis. Oh. Sorry. He says, if you do, if you do not do well, he says, if you do well, will you not be accepted? Exactly. And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door and it's desirous for you, but you should rule over it. Right. And the idea there, I have written in my Bible that resisting sin is a choice. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it may not be easy, you know, but, but. You know, as bad as things can get, there's always that opportunity yeah. for repentance and to turn things around. Yeah. Jesus didn't need Judas's help to carry out his will. Right. Or his father's will. They would have found him. Yeah. You know, those that wanted to kill him would have found him. It was, it was uh, part of the father's will. You're right. Yep. Right. Didn't need his help. All right. Let's move into Mark. We need a change Alrighty. of scenery for a while. All righty. Uh, where are we at? Mark, uh, Mark chapter 8? Eight? 8 verses 1 through 24. Okay. Earlier today I was studying that and I was like, this just doesn't seem right. And I realized I was in Luke. Oh. <laughs> Luke chapter 8. I'm like, we've already, I thought we already covered this. <laughs> All right. Well, you want to read a little bit and then yeah. we'll jump I'll in. I'll read through uh, verse 10. Okay. It says, in those days the multitude being very great, and having nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples to him and said to him, I have compassion on the multitude because they have now continued with me three days and have nothing to eat. And if I send them away hungry to their own houses, they will faint on the way, for some of them have come from afar. Then his disciples answered him, How can one satisfy these people with bread here in the wilderness? And he asked them, how many loaves do you have? And they said, seven. So he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground. And he took the seven loaves and gave thanks, broke them and gave them to his disciples and set before them. And they set them before the multitude. They also had a few small fish. And having blessed them, he said, set them also before them. So they ate and were filled and they took up seven large baskets of leftover fragments. Now those who had eaten were about 4,000. And he sent them away, immediately got into the boat with his disciples, and came to the region of Delman Delmanitha. I believe that's how you say that. I think that. so. So this is another occasion. We, we, are, we already studied a few episodes back about Jesus feeding the 5,000. Mm -hmm. And this account um, parallels that in a lot of ways. Right. But this is after he had fed the 5,000. Because right. remember, we're studying through this chronologically. So now he feeds the 4,000. And uh, I wonder I wonder what the disciples were thinking, because they, <laughs> they've, they've been down this road before. Right. How you can know? we satisfy these people with the bread here in the wilderness? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that one makes me scratch my head, too. It's, it's yeah. like, well, didn't you just go through this? Well, you know what the difference is? is before they said, the disciples went to Jesus uh -huh. and said, send these people away. Mm -hmm. This time they didn't do that. They had learned. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they, they knew that Jesus could feed a lot of people with a little bit of food. Right. So they said, they asked him, how how can we do this? Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I think that there yeah. is one de- a major difference mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So now they are asking Jesus, and he says, well, how much, what do you have? Mm-hmm. Apparently they had seven loaves of bread and a couple of fish. Right. And uh, when they got done and they fed everybody... They took up seven large baskets. Before they took up twelve, mm-hmm. but seven large baskets. So it's, it's very. I don't know if there's any more we can extrapolate out of that, but right. it's a very similar account as the other one. Right, right. And uh, so, yeah. So that that's uh, again, you know, that carrying through the the ability of the Lord to 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 feed His people, and again. And again, I was reading that, you know, in verse five, you know, uh, or in verse four, you know, how can one sati- how can one satisfy these people with the bread here in the wilderness? You know, I, I was looking at that as as a, a statement of disbelief, but but then, as you mentioned it there, you know, you just taught me something. <laughs> I don't. It was accidental. <laughs> so so yeah, you know, they they, they they there is a difference there in, yeah. in that statement. So yeah, that's yeah. a good thought. You know, I've learned. Uh, Sometimes, especially like at work, uh, when I was a young man, mm-hmm. I was always shooting off my ideas and <laughs> opening up my big mouth. Right. And as I've gotten older, I've learned to just keep quiet mm-hmm. and just ask questions. Mm-hmm. And uh, still sometimes I, I put my foot in my mouth, <laughs> but it's not nearly as often as it right. once was. And I think that's what you're seeing here. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, a lesson I've 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 talked about with my kids and and the story from from my life is back in when I used to be in charge of a large driving school the state would come in the state troopers would come in and inspect the school and my first year doing that I was just blabbing and blabbing and talking and talking and they were there all day you know the more I talked the more they asked for and then oh, yeah. I learned that I just need to be quiet let them do their job and only give them what they ask for. Yes. <laughs> and we got out of there a lot faster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> These are the guys, the Smokies. Yeah, yeah. You know, I used to work with this fella, and uh, he was in the Army. And he told this story about, you know, they were all standing at attention. And he said that drill sergeant, he had the same kind of hat, mm-hmm. perfect. And he's doing an inspection, and he's walking up and down. And uh, he had taken that hat off and set it behind this guy I worked with. Uh-huh. And the drill sergeant goes, at ease. And this guy I worked with sat down on that hat. <laughs> and he said that was the worst day of his life. <laughs> he said that guy just lost his mind. I bet so. <laughs> Some people are sensitive about their hats. Right. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John, let's let's get here. Uh, how about uh, how about just eleven and twelve? Read okay. those two. Then the Pharisees came out and began to dispute with him, seeking from him a sign from heaven, testing him. But he sighed deeply in his spirit and said, "Why does this generation seek a sign? Assuredly, I say to you, no sign shall be given to this generation." It's I. This is the one thing it just baffles me. Mm-hmm. I mean. He, it's like they want him to do a magic trick. Right. It's like, oh, do us a, do us a sign, Jesus. Right. <laughs> <You know>? Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 And again, you know, he's right there with them. Yeah. You know, in, in times gone by, 
you know, there were signs and wonders that were done and they, they served their purpose there. And even, you know, to, even when Christ was uh, doing signs and wonders in the wilderness and so on, you know, those served a purpose, but then, then the people kept wanting more and more and more. Right. It's just, uh, again, lending to that idea that, you know, we need to have faith. We don't need to be walking by sight all the time. Right, exactly. I mean, in a reality, and this is the thing, I mean, Jesus could could just look at them and they'd all drop dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, that could be the sign. I mean, right. he, has, he has complete <laughs> control over life. Right. Um, you know, it's kind of a gutsy move mm-hmm. of these people to do this to him. But, right. I, you know, he says that, he says, why does this generation seek a sign? Mm-hmm. You know, I th- yeah. I think if they opened their eyes, they would have seen a lot of them all. And it's the same thing. It's just as gutsy today when we demand that the Lord give us a sign. Yeah. You know, people do that today. You know, just give me a sign if this is this is what I should do. And, and uh, you know, they wait for that miraculous feeling or whatever before they, yeah. before they take a step. And it's, uh, it's, it's really tantamount to the same thing. Yeah, I, I, I've heard, I know I was raised in a Baptist church, and, you know, I've heard people say, well, you know, I knew I was saved when I got this feeling. Right. And right. I always, you know, later on, I'm like, well, maybe it was indigestion. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's, you know, that's not what we should be, uh, looking for. And again, God's ways are higher than our ways, yeah. as we understand from Isaiah. And, uh, and so just because we think it needs to look like this, this, and this, yeah. doesn't mean that that's the way that God yeah. desires it. Yeah. Paul's, you know, God, Jesus isn't going to appear to us on the road to Damascus like he did with Paul. Right. Right. You know, I mean, it's, you know, those days are done. Right. You know, and if somebody tells you that Jesus came and sat at their bedside and talked to them, yeah. they're, they're deceived. Yes, they are. Absolutely. So I'm going to read here. I'm going to read mm-hmm. through uh, 21, oh, okay. starting in verse 13. It says, And he left them, and getting into a boat again, departed to the other side. Now the disciples had forgotten to take bread, and they did not have more than one loaf with them in the boat. Then he charged them, saying, Take heed, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, and the leaven of Herod. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It is because we have no bread. <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> okay. He talks about yeast, and immediately they go to bread. Right. But Jesus, being aware of it, said to them, Why do you reason because you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive nor understand? <laughs> is your heart still hardened? Having eyes do you not see, and having ears do you not hear? And do you not remember when I broke the five loaves for the five thousands? How many baskets full of fragments did they take up? And they said to him, Twelve. Also, when I broke the seven for the four thousand, how many large baskets full and fragments did you take up? And they said, Seven. So he said to them, How is it that you do not understand? Mm -hmm. What are they not getting? Right. Yeah. What's Jesus when Jesus talks about the leaven of the of Herod and the Pharisees, what's he talking about? Sin. Hate. Yeah. 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 It's that 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 uh self will. 
you know, the, the, the desire to do, you know, Herod thinking he rules the world, which physically he kind of did at that time. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. but, but, you know, thinking that he had the power yeah. to, to, you know, even thinking back to when, uh, you know, is it Moses that he, uh, that the, uh, ruler at that time tried to yeah, do the away Pharaoh. With, yes. yes. Yeah. Right. Or the Pharisees who thought that they were the only ones that that had truth. Right. You know, they were they had the truth in a in a box and they, they were the only ones that could uh, let it out. Right. Right. You know, that's what he, that's the leaven or the, you know, you think about what leaven or you let that yeast is another word mm -hmm. for that. But you know, if you, if you put yeast in some flour, it influences it. Right. Right? It makes it expand. Right. Yeah, and then it, it, it you can't separate it once yeah. it's in there. Yeah, yeast eats sugar and poops alcohol. Right, <laughs> that's, right. That's how it works. Right, but which becomes a gas and 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 it influences that bread to become something different than what was before. Mm -hmm. So the leaven of Herod and the Pharisees can influence Jesus's disciples right. to go down the wrong road. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. that's what he's talking about. Right. But they were thinking, oh, since he mentioned le <laughs> yeast, leavener, he was thinking about bread. Because they're still thinking about physical things. So Right. And Jesus talked about spiritual. So uh, how far do we read here, Johnny? Oh, what do we got here? Through 24. Why don't we go ahead and do that? Read through 26. We'll finish All it up. right. Starting in so 22. 22. Yep. Verse 22, Then he came to Bethsaida, and they brought a blind man to him and begged him to touch him. So he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands on him, he asked him if he saw anything. And he looked up and said, I see men like trees walking. Then he put his hands on his eyes again and made him look up, and he was restored and saw everyone clearly. Then he sent him away to his house, saying, Neither go into the town nor tell anyone in the town. We, we had already gone over this account previously, I do believe. Did we? I think. Maybe not. I don't remember this one. I, oh, okay. I think this one's different. This is the this miracle is different than all other miracles. Okay. And the reason is, is, is so Jesus, he, he put his hands on him. And it seems like the guy's vision was blurry at first. Uh-huh. Because he sees a men walking like... I see men like trees walking. Mm -hmm. Like, if you think about, you know, your vision being clouded, right. and all you'd see is these dark shapes. Right. And then he puts his hands on him again, and he was restored clearly. Mm -hmm. I just... It's, yeah. it's a little bit different than his other it miracles. Is, yes. Yeah, the other ones... It was, it was instantaneous. instantaneous. Yeah, but again, he tells he tells him, "Don't tell anybody." Mm -hmm. And it seems like this guy, you know, he followed that because we don't hear him right. hear him uh, uh, going and getting everybody worked up. But right, so yeah. Like, again, to wrap this up, you know, it's just another example of Jesus being able to to heal physical infirmities. You know, he's right. He since he is our creator. Um, he has complete he, control over us. Right. In charge of, he's in charge of everything. In charge of, of life and breath and, and, and all of the, 
the things at work in the universe, you know, the, yeah. the stars hanging in the heavens. And, and I, I've, I heard a guy the other day talk about a, a comet that is supposed to come and destroy the Earth in 20... Again? 2024, okay. I think it is. He even had the date, uh, September something. But, um, you know, I'm thinking about that and thinking about all of the, you know, the, the times that that's been said in the past. And, and you know, we had, I guess, a... A meteor, a meteor come by really close. Yeah, uh, today. but it was, it was like a million miles, right? Sixteen million miles. <laughs> okay, or something, you yeah, know, that's not it, close. The guy on the radio said, "Well, that was, you know, really close." And I'm like, "Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, so not really, right?" <laughs> I mean, that's close, right? <laughs> you know, so. So anyway, the the Lord's in uh, God's in charge. Yeah, and, yeah, and uh, and we don't have anything to worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, we'll uh, we'll end there. We've, we've uh, talked long enough, I suppose. So, thanks for joining in. Uh, we hope that it's again been a profitable time for you, and we hope that you'll join us again next time. Yep. Thanks a lot. Thank you.